Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hola y bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish, lesson 38. Okay, so in this little introduction, I'll explain what's happening in the lesson. Y hoy, Cara no está bien, está enferma. Cara's not feeling too good, so she's going to have to go to the pharmacy to ask for some medicine or for some advice. So we'll be using lots of the vocabulary that we've learned previously in lessons 28 and 29. We hope that you enjoy today's lesson. Okay, so as usual, we're going to begin by listening to the whole conversation. Hopefully, you'll not find this one too tricky. There are some phrases in this conversation which you'll find very straightforward. You'll recognise them immediately. And there are others which will be a bit more complicated. I'll be back in just a moment to help you with these ones. Let's listen to the conversation in its entirety. Buenas tardes. Hola, ¿en qué puedo servirles? Mi amiga no se siente bien. ¿Cuál es el problema? Se siente un poco mareada y tiene un sapullido en la cara. Sí, ya veo. Me duele la garganta también. Se siente así desde hace cuántos días? Dos días. ¿Ha comido algo diferente de lo normal? Comimos paella el otro día y era la primera vez que comió pulpo, pero no sé si podría ser eso. No lo sé. Puede ser una reacción al pulpo. ¿Ha tomado mucho sol? Bueno, sí. También nadamos en el mar. ¿Podría estar embarazada? No. Bueno, no es nada grave. Le doy estos medicamentos. Dos veces al día antes de comer. No debe beber alcohol. También le doy una crema para el sarpullido. Muchas gracias. Gracias. So, how did you find that? Hopefully, as I said earlier, you'll have recognised quite a number of the phrases in there from when we did the pharmacy and the medicine topic. Let's listen to the conversation again, and this time we'll split it up as we normally do. The conversation begins with the standard greetings, and the man asks, ¿En qué puedo servirles? And then I say something about mi amiga. Have a listen. Buenas tardes. Hola, ¿en qué puedo servirles? Mi amiga no se siente bien. Now, I spoke quite quickly there. I said, mi amiga no se siente bien. Mi amiga no se siente bien. No se siente bien means doesn't feel well. 
Can you remember how we would say, I don't feel well? I don't feel well is, no me siento bien. No me siento bien. Now, sentirse is a reflexive verb. It's one of these verbs that you do something to yourself. So, call yourself. I call myself. Me llamo. And although we don't say I would feel myself, it's how you feel inside yourself. So, me siento. No me siento bien. No me siento bien. And talking about someone else, no se siente bien. Cara no se siente bien. Mi amiga no se siente bien. Let's listen to what the pharmacist goes on to ask us. ¿Cuál es el problema? ¿Cuál es el problema? What is the problem? In actual fact, you may be already familiar with the word cual. And it doesn't really mean what, it means more which. It's quite difficult to explain exactly why you say which is the problem and not what is the problem. But it may help you to remember if you imagine the situation in a pharmacy like where we are just now. ¿Cuál es el problema? Which is the problem? It's almost as if the pharmacist has a big long list of problems and he's asking, which one is your problem? ¿Cuál es el problema? ¿Cuál es el problema? What's the problem? So I go on to explain what the problem is. Have a listen to Cara's symptoms. Se siente un poco mareada y tiene un sapullido en la cara. Sí, ya veo. Me duele la garganta también. So I use again the phrase, se siente, she feels, un poco. Un poco means a little. You know that already. Then I use a word that you probably won't know, and that word is mareada. Mareada. Se siente un poco mareada. Now, mareada, I actually think this word sounds like what it means. It actually means dizzy, nauseous, uh, feeling a little sick. The word actually comes from the same root as the word mar. El mar, you know that already, is the sea. And the word marea means tide. So if you imagine the tide coming in and out and in and out, you perhaps begin to feel a little seasick yourself. So mareado, mareada, sick or nauseous. Se siente un poco mareada. Mareada obviously is feminine because it ends in a. So mareada for cara, yo estoy mareado. I, being Mark and masculine, I am mareado. Cara is mareada. Se siente un poco mareada y, and there's something else wrong with cara, tiene, she has, un sarpullido. That's one of those words that it's very difficult to guess what it means. Un sarpullido. Sarpullido. It's got a double L sound at the end there. Sarpullido. Un sarpullido es a rash. And cara tiene un sarpullido en la cara. You may remember the word cara means face as well as being the name of my co-host. So cara tiene un sarpullido en la cara. So cara's not feeling very well. She's got a rash in her face as well. Listen again to what the pharmacist says. 
and Cara adds a piece of information as well. See if you can work out what Cara's extra piece of information is. Se siente un poco mareada y tiene un sapullido en la cara. Sí, ya veo. Me duele la garganta también. The pharmacist says, sí, ya veo. Now, veo means I see. Veo comes from the verb ver, meaning to see. The ya part is a word that we've come across already. Ya means already. So literally, the pharmacist is saying, I already see. But that's how a Spaniard or a Spanish-speaking person would say, yes, I, I can see that. Ya veo. Cara then adds an extra piece of information. She says, me duele la garganta también. Me duele la garganta también. So she also has a sore throat. She's got throat ache. As you would expect, the pharmacist has a few more questions to try and identify exactly what the problem is. This question is quite a tricky question to understand, but if you use your common sense, then you should be able to work out what he's saying. Listen carefully for one word in particular. Días. Se siente así desde hace cuantos días. It will quite often be the situation that someone will say something to you and you will have no idea what they mean. But you've got to try and identify the words and what they've said that you do understand. So let's imagine the pharmacist had said that to you and you needed him to repeat. So, por favor, puede repetir. Se siente así desde hace cuantos días. So perhaps that time you heard not only the word días, but the word cuantos. Cuantos means how many. Cuantos días, how many days. So, se siente así. You've been feeling this way. Desde hace. This is quite a tricky phrase to explain. It tends to mean something like since or for when you're referring to the past. So, desde hace cuantos días. For how many days? So really what the pharmacist is saying here is you've been feeling this way for how many days? How long have you been feeling like this? We'll be coming back to this phrase later on. Cara answers and then the pharmacist asks another question. Dos días. ¿Ha comido algo diferente de lo normal? So Cara's been feeling this way for two days and the pharmacist asks ¿Ha comido algo Diferente de lo normal. So, comido comes from the verb comer, which means to eat. So, have you eaten? Ha comido algo diferente, something different, de lo normal. From the normal, literally. So, have you eaten anything unusual, something different from what you would normally eat? I explain what we have been eating. Have a listen to what I say. Comimos paella el otro día y era la primera vez que comió pulpo, pero no sé si podría ser eso. So I say, comimos paella. Paella is that wonderful Spanish dish with uh, rice and saffron and vegetables and fish or seafood and sometimes meat, chicken and other types of meat. Paella... Therefore, comimos paella, we ate paella, el otro día, the other day. And then I say, y 
era la primera vez. La primera vez es the first time. So it was the first time que comió that she ate que comió pulpo. Pulpo is octopus. So it was the first time that Cara ate octopus. And then I say, pero no sé, but I don't know, si podría ser eso, if it could be that. So I don't know if that's the problem. Era la primera vez que comió pulpo, pero no sé si podría ser eso. Now, that's obviously quite a complicated phrase and a complicated explanation. If the pharmacist asked you, ha comido algo diferente de lo normal, you could get by with simply listing the foods that you had eaten. So, paella, pulpo. And when you think about it, my version, comimos paella el otro día y era la primera vez que comió pulpo, pero no sé si podría ser eso, doesn't actually convey any more information than the alternative answer to that question, paella, pulpo. So two words instead of all those other words. It's all about getting your meaning across and being able to communicate. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. When you're not listening to Coffee Break Spanish, you can still practice your Spanish with our regular posts on social media. Find us on Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Spanish. We're Learn Spanish on Twitter. And you can keep up with the team through our regular posts on Instagram. Follow Coffee Break Languages. It's our mission to help you turn your downtime into your do time. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. So, if you were asked, ¿Ha comido algo diferente de lo normal? You could just say, paella y pulpo. In saying this, I don't want to discourage you from trying to use the language and the words and phrases that you're learning. But at the end of the day, it's about communication and you need to communicate your meaning. That's why paella y pulpo sufficiently conveys the meaning instead of comimos paella el otro día y era la primera vez que comió pulpo and so on. Let's listen to what the pharmacist says in reply. No lo sé. Puede ser una reacción al pulpo. ¿Ha tomado mucho sol? So, Cara's symptoms could be as a result of the pulpo. Puede ser una reacción. Una reacción is a reaction. In Latin America, una reacción. Puede ser una reacción al pulpo. It could be a reaction to the octopus. Then he asks one other question. ¿Ha tomado mucho sol? 
have you literally taken lots of sun? So in Spanish, to say to sunbathe, you would say tomar el sol. Tomar el sol, literally to take the sun. So I like sunbathing. How would you say that? Me gusta plus the infinitive. Me gusta tomar el sol. Listen to my answer to this question from the pharmacist. Bueno, sí. También nadamos en el mar. I say, bueno, sí. Well, actually, yes, we have been out in the sun a lot. Bueno, sí. También nadamos en el mar. We also went for a swim in the sea, as you would do on your holidays. También nadamos en el mar. There are lots of words in Spanish which sound like English words, but which don't necessarily mean the same as English words. And this next word is one of these. The pharmacist asks, ¿Podría estar embarazada? No. Embarazada, although it sounds like embarrassed, does not mean embarrassed, it means pregnant. So it's an adjective that can only ever end in A. Embarazada. ¿Podría estar Embarazada? Could you be pregnant? So Cara emphatically replies, no. And the pharmacist comes up with the diagnosis. Bueno, no es nada grave. He says, no es nada grave. Grave means serious. Grave. No es nada grave. It's nothing serious. He then gives Cara her medicine and explains when she should take it. Le doy estos medicamentos. Dos veces al día antes de comer. So he says, le doy, literally, to you I give, le doy estos medicamentos. These medicines. Le doy estos medicamentos. And he tells Cara how often she should take them. Dos veces al día. So twice daily. Antes de comer. Before eating. Antes de plus an infinitive. Before doing something. Now there are two more pieces of information from the pharmacist. No debe beber alcohol. También le doy una crema para el sarpullido. So he says, no debe beber alcohol. You shouldn't drink alcohol. And he also gives Cara something for her sarpullido. Una crema. A cream. So we finish off the conversation by thanking him and we leave the pharmacy. After we listen to the conversation again, we're going to look at desde hace again. Desde hace, this phrase that means since or for in the past. I'll give you some examples using other words and phrases that you already know. In the meantime, let's listen to the conversation one more time and see how much you can understand now that we've gone through all the language in the dialogue. Buenas tardes. Hola, ¿en qué puedo servirles? Mi amiga no se siente bien. ¿Cuál es el problema? Se siente un poco mareada y tiene un sapullido en la cara. Sí, ya veo. Me duele la garganta también. ¿Se siente así desde hace cuántos días? Dos días. ¿Ha comido algo diferente de lo normal? Comimos paella el otro día y era la primera vez que comió pulpo, pero no sé si podría ser eso. No lo sé, puede ser una reacción al pulpo. ¿Ha tomado mucho sol? Bueno, sí, 
También nadamos en el mar. ¿Podría estar embarazada? No. Bueno, no es nada grave. Le doy estos medicamentos. Dos veces al día antes de comer. No debe beber alcohol. También le doy una crema para el sarpullido. Muchas gracias. Gracias. Okay, so hopefully that made lots more sense that time. Now, I said earlier that we were going to be looking at the phrase desde hace. At the time, I explained it as since or for, referring to the past. Let's break this up and really get to grips with desde hace. Once you understand it, it's very easy to use, and it will certainly impress native Spanish speakers if you use phrases like desde hace. Desde literally means since. And hace, when it's combined with a time phrase, means ago. So, hace tres años, three years ago. Hace dos semanas, two weeks ago. Now, because we're concentrating on one word in particular here, I will mention that in Latin America you would be talking about hace, hace, hace dos semanas, two weeks ago. I'll stick to the Spanish pronunciation just for this explanation. So, desde hace would mean since ago. So, desde hace tres semanas, since three weeks ago. Now, to be honest, that sounds a little stilted in English. So, we would actually say it in a different way. And I'll give you an example using a full sentence. Let's say, estudio español desde hace dos años. Estudio español desde hace dos años. So, you know what that means. It means, I study Spanish since two years ago. Desde hace dos años. But would we say in English, I study Spanish since two years ago? You know what it means, but it sounds just a little odd. In fact, what we would do is put it into a past tense in English. I have been studying Spanish for two years. And the way you say that in Spanish is Estudio Español desde hace dos años. Now, there are other ways to say this in Spanish, and we'll cover these in future lessons. But this time, we're just going to be looking at Estudio Español desde hace dos años. Can you work out how you would say I have been speaking with Miguel for an hour. I've been speaking with Miguel for one hour. So what you need to do is put this into the strange version of the English to help you. So, I have been speaking with Miguel becomes I speak with Miguel since one hour ago or since ago one hour. That should help you. So, I speak with Miguel. Hablo. Con Miguel, since, desde, one hour ago. Hace una hora. Hablo con Miguel desde hace una hora. Let's try one more. This podcast is getting quite long. So, let's concentrate on one more version of this phrase. This time we'll reuse some of the language that we've learned in this lesson. So, I have been eating octopus... For ten years. I have been eating octopus 
becomes I eat octopus since 10 years ago. So I eat como, como el pulpo. In this case, we would say el pulpo. Como el pulpo desde hace 10 años. Como el pulpo desde hace 10 años. And because there's quite a few th sounds in there, I will say this phrase with the pronunciation used in most Latin American countries. Como el pulpo desde hace 10 años. So hopefully you've understood more about desde hace now. It's time to finish this lesson. And that's where we're going to leave it today for this edition of Coffee Break Spanish. Thanks for joining us and we hope it's been useful. You can join the Coffee Break Spanish community on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakspanish and follow at Learn Spanish on Twitter. Muchas gracias y hasta pronto. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com.